You are about to opt in to Monerotopia, a show for the Monero community where all are welcome to join. From noob to maxi, no matter what bags you hold. Just sit back and relax to the sweet sounds of Monero's latest progress. Or if you're feeling inspired, join us on stage. Remember, the only thing that can stop Monero is a false belief that it can be stopped. And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, boating accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts, starts now. now. How's it going? What are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Um, Look at this. There's just so much going on here. Please let us know what is going on. Why don't you explain to everybody? <laughs> no, how about you? You're better at it. Doug is uh, well, grinding. We got some fresh beans from Neil. So he sent us, this is the green beans that we just got from Guatemala. And he sent us a fresh batch of medium roasted. Yeah, when I received it, it was actually pretty, it smelled delicious in my mailbox. And dark roasted. Medium. Smells good. Smells good. But I never really tried the medium, so I'm grinding that up now. I'm going to mix the cup. Okay. Awesome. But yeah, anybody, uh, I think I think we say this pretty much every show, now is the time to order from Gratuitous. Yes. Neil has perfected his skills. He's pretty awesome. He's going to start selling now on the street, right? Is that... Yeah. I mean, that's maybe the, yeah, the plan, but... In Seattle, which is... You know, a lot, a lot of coffee competition there. Okay. Right. So it's, look at that. Wow. Four <laughs> over a day. I wish we had some dramatic music. What else we got sound. going on? We don't, we don't need to concentrate on this. Right. Go ahead. Well, while you make I'll, that, I'll make my coffee. Um, I guess, yeah, for those of you that have been uh, watching all our shows, we obviously have a privacy protest. <laughs> oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, let's let's, pull, let's about... pull up the, the yeah, Reddit post. Let's... Oh, the Reddit post. Okay. Oh, my God. People, uh, well, we, we knew we don't post much. Well, you post on Reddit because you, well, post, the usual shebang, yeah, you know, updates about what my hold, hold on, guys. Gotta, I heated up this water before, it might have cooled. You don't want to actually use water at boiling, so water boils at 212. Well, I guess depending on you know what altitude you're at, but 212 typically, but you want to use like between 205 and, and 200 <laughs> as your water temperature. So we're probably about that. Guys, you're only dealing with this right now. I, I wish you guys could every see, day. see the bloom. Beautiful bloom. So the bloom, uh, you know, you can imagine is the, the coffee expanding when it, when it touches the water. But uh, the fresher the coffee, the, the bigger the bloom you get here. All right. Well, anyway. See, I, well, I don't know. You just get mesmerized by this coffee. It's a very peaceful state. <laughs> oh, you smell so good. It smells really, really good. But yeah, I guess let's move on from that. But yeah, yeah, so the, put the up the Reddit. Reddit. We, we put up a Reddit post telling everybody about the privacy protest. And, you know, which, if, you know, we, for those of do, you that are not aware of it, we're throwing a privacy protest on Halloween night. No, but it's sad. Anytime we go to Reddit, it's like we always have to like, all right, here comes the, the asshole comments. Right. Oh, gosh. Oh, this is the yeah. People just kind of, uh, you know. They have opinions, which is fine. Yeah, none of People them were have... too bad, but it was just kind of like that one guy, right? What, what, what were the what were the uh, the naysayers saying? Well, oh no, people were just saying it's an obvious scam. Yeah, that was the first thing, like, which I don't understand. What would the scam be that we're just going to take your fifty dollars and not give it back to you? And but it's like no any other event, though. You buy a community? ticket, like it wouldn't make sense. Like, you'd see if we're like completely new on the scene and we're trying to just get people to send us fifty bucks. So I guess maybe that 
that guy didn't realize that we have credibility. But then we explained it to him, and then there's like another guy five minutes later is like, wow, what a scam. This is such a scam. But it's like, I don't like, even understand can't. what the scam is, right? When you buy anything online, for the most part, for like an event or a concert, you buy it beforehand and then you go there expecting right. to get the product, which is. The and case. not only are we going to give you the product, but then we're going to give you your money back. Yeah. I don't know. So Whatever. it's just People annoying because we, it's, we it's like we're putting all this effort. We get annoyed. We get annoyed with. <laughs> I don't even know why we do this. Why are we doing this? I don't know, but. Because we love it. We love Monero. But yeah, succeed. so if you're one of those people, just shut the fuck up. Honestly. No, really. It's like you're just you're just wasting our energy. Like, just go fuck yourself. Or come down to the privacy protest or wherever and talk to us face to face like a human being. I'm just sick of these fucking people. That's why I don't I, I really don't really use Reddit at all. And I know you just ignore the trolls, but they're there. They're just annoying. They're, well, they're just, just there because like, we're why? doing it. What are you doing with your like? You are what's wrong with this world? You're right. It put, is cancer. Put on the... <laughs> Someone wrote it but, is. <laughs> so, it's funny though. But then this morning I was just like on YouTube and I went to check out a Luke Smith. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> a, a, a Luke Smith latest video, and. Uh, why don't you bring it up? Because he just, he hits it perfectly. And I was like, ah, so refreshing. It's so, so refreshing. I gotta. So rather than me go on my rant, I'll let you listen to, to Luke's. Oh my he goodness. pretty much sums it up. Oh, trying to share the tab. That was great. But it's not. You just heard it this morning. He was just on a mission. So here we go. Where is it? Where is it? This one is. <laughs> the in- everyone on the internet is a loser. Sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. All right. Just play for the video. We don't play, obviously, the whole thing, but. Let's see. All righty. Can you see it? Yeah, you're seeing it. Yeah, you you heard heard me. me. Everyone Everyone on the internet is a loser. We all know it. (laughs) We're all guilty of it sometimes. Uh, Occasionally, I'll get this kind of question where people are like, hey, Luke, love your videos on, I don't know, whatever it is. Doesn't matter. It could be Linux, could be religion, could be, I don't know, lifestyle. Uh, People say, love your videos. Where can I find cool, like-minded people on the internet, okay? Uh, What's a cool uh, chat server? What's a cool web form? What's a cool blah, 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 blah? And the I I never can give an answer to that because the reality is there are none. Like the the segment of people uh, who use the internet like regularly as a a, like daily thing, like they constantly have a chat window pulled up or they're in their discord server where they can talk about furry stuff or whatever those kind of people are just not ever the kind of people you want to be interacting with okay <laughs> maybe you know some cool boomer who still that's still hilarious. using irc but he really he goes on he really just explains it well like just get out there people get off the internet yeah. participate in the re- that's part of what's what i think is awesome about the privacy protests right getting people out in the real world come on out Come be a real person. That's why people love Monerotopia, the, you know, in Miami. The past I was in Miami. I was like, I don't know, right and now, your rants? Like, Do they love that, your rants? You know, everybody that was was raving about it to us, you know, that we, we got close with, it wasn't so much, obviously, the content, but it was just being in that environment with cool people off the internet, you know. Face-to-face, face-to-face having face, a conversation. Being human. Not just being, you know, it's so much more difficult to be a jerk, you know, a jerk in person because it has consequences. You ready? Yeah. Oh, am I ready? Ooh. But that's why I, I don't post on Reddit. I haven't posted. I post like once a year. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, we only post like 
for shows or anything like that. But yeah, we, when we posted this up, I mean, not, we got a lot of upvotes, which was really nice, but there were just a lot of comments and unnecessary comments. Yeah, it it's like, oh, what is bad, this? This is a scam. scam. Is like, just what is annoying, this? Right? Because it's obviously not, it's the opposite of a scam. We're wasting, you know, our own time, money, energy. And we're, we're giving, you know, we're paying for, for everything. It's free. It's free. We're losing money on it. And we're being called scammer. Like we're still a scammer. So, yeah, whatever. <sighs> and I get That's if they're just like, they're just trolling, all right? That's the point. They're trying to piss you off, but just just don't. <sighs> Actually, I don't know. Like, Sometimes people, I don't think, are trying to piss you off. That, that, kind of... that person exists and they're so prevalent on the internet. It's just a, such a cancer. Yeah. Right, I know. It's so unfortunate. Then people, and like... it's it's really set the Monero community back. Obviously, Monero, you know, moves on, right? But like the emotional drama that's there, just so unnecessary. Right? Do you, you I agree. It? No, no, I agree. I got like upset what? actually before you did because I was like, "What is this?" I'm we're like, "What do you mean?" Working worse, on yeah. this liberating tech, and it's working out. It should just be good vibes, patting each other on the back. If somebody's trying to do something, helping them along. Obviously, we got to be critical of, of scams. You know, we got to critique things. We're we got to be skeptical. All for the skepticism. Open, let's have an open discussion, but just lose we are the, a scam. Lose the negativity. We're a scam. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, <laughs> we're a scam. We've been scammed. <laughs> We've been scammed. <laughs> are you done uh, venting? Yeah, I'm done venting. Are you sure? Are you sure? Do you have a little bit in you? How's the coffee, though? It's really good coffee. So this for those of you, if you want to check it out, <laughs> don't, hashtag don't feed the trolls. I agree. Mm, Pro Matt. So programming guy. There you go. We shouldn't feed yeah, the, trolls. the trolls. Anywho's. Yeah, this coffee is really good. Yeah, I guess. Um, Did we get any, uh, you know, requests for masks on the, on the website? We did. Okay, we got, we got a few, few. Yeah, yesterday. So, yeah, for those of you that want to visit New York, this is like a great opportunity, we think, because New York, it's getting better. It's getting better. I, I, I've always loved my New York, but yeah, during Halloween the pandemic. Halloween is New York yeah. at its best. Yeah. So, if, so you know. if you ever, yeah, you've been planning to visit New York, that is the best time because obviously you'll get to hang out with, you know, like-minded people. I don't you'll really know what, what we're in the, for, you know? It's gonna I don't be, know. We're just going down to this public park that's typically just overrun with Halloween. I mean, I've been to the parade. And and it's gonna... a lot of fun. So, yeah. I mean, I won't say what can go wrong because you never know. People but... are going <laughs> to be confused. And then we'll be on loudspeakers. Well, Doug will definitely be talking. Just follow his voice. We need three speakers. We're, we're talking to people, but we need three speakers. So anybody that knows somebody that would be a good speaker, hit us up. If you have that's any ideas. In speaking. Or if you want to be the speaker, you think, you think you got the yeah. skills to inspire people just reach out to us at monerotopia at protonmail.com and definitely yeah check out the web- website monerotopia.com and you know re- uh, reserve your mask today because uh we're really excited about and it you will get your money back and you will get your money back and we're not a scam i we hope you can tell to at be this invested point invested in going i mean that what makes this thing a success is if 100 people show up so that's why we're asking people to kind of reserve, put the 50 down. You're probably going to be less likely to be like, yeah, fuck it, I'm not going. <laughs> pretty invested in it. And then once you're there, you'll get your $50 back in Monero. And you'll be in New York and you'll during be in Halloween. New York. Like, who doesn't want, I mean, I, I love Halloween. So I'm looking forward to it. Are you, Doug? <laughs> I mean, if I knew 100 people were showing up, I'd be ecstatic. It's going to be, it would be epic. I mean, so there's still my, time. My, my only doubt is, do we get, does it, is it successful? Does the community step up and participate? Crypto in general. That's the other thing. This isn't just supposed to be Monero people. 
I want to get Bitcoiners, Ethereum. You know, there's a big Ethereum community in New York. Let's see if we could actually get Let's see if we're some gar- gather some unite folks. and actually, you know, agree on these ideas, right? If, if everybody's for these, these same basic concepts, yeah. they should come out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Wow. I'd love to be a speaker. I'm not into this concept. Wait, what? What did you say? I believe wow. on permissionless self-custody decentralization. Oh, I am into this concept. All right, cool. <laughs> so why, reach why out. don't you jump on during the um, viewers on stage? Segment. Viewers on stage section. All right. Oh, so one programming guy, if this is as successful, maybe you should do this in other places too. Yeah, I mean, well, we're yeah, working on this momentum, one. <laughs> I mean, even now, it could be taking place on the same date in other locations. Yeah, we wanted to choose it. one location to try to get people to come to New York. So we'd have. And we're obviously in New York. But by all means, yeah, like do one simultaneously somewhere else. You know, we already we we invent we had we paid Siddhartha to make the poster. Then we paid somebody to make the website. Like we're we're paying yeah we're paying someone to I make wanna, the masks. You know, they're going to be custom made. So. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It's just we need to get people to come out. I mean, you that's, know what? I have faith thing. in people. It's still <laughs> September. You know, people were you know people were enjoying the summer. You know, well at least I guess in New York and everywhere else. We want to get, and when I say other products too, I'm talking about you know Pirate Chain, Wow, Wow. I don't know how big the Wow Narrow <laughs> community is. Zcash. This is all controversial, but it shouldn't be because we're going to come together over these ideas that we all agree on. These basic concepts. You know, we could we could then bicker among ourselves as to which ones are holding up those I- ideals the best. But we at least should agree on these ideals and agree that, you know, these these should be basic human rights and that these things shouldn't be infringed upon by by our government. But they should be protected. They should be doing the opposite. They should be protecting this technology. Not saying it needs protection. It's not, you know, this is the other thing. Like people like, yes, I get it. We're trying to build, you know, code that can't be stopped. I, I think I say that more than anybody else. And I totally believe in that concept. And that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here for the revolution, because I think it actually has a chance. Me being out there with other that's not, you know, that's not going to get us across the finish line. We need unstoppable, incorruptible tech. That being said, we also need to convince society to use it. So it could be the most unstoppable, decentralized thing. But if it's not adopted and used... It's a useless tool because this tool only works when there's a network of people using it. That's where they get it gets its value from. And where does that come from? That comes from convincing people that these mm-hmm. ideas matter and that it makes sense for them to use these things. That's why we got to be out there. <laughs> Where's the applause? <laughs> I think it's a Don't song. worry, I won't be a speaker at the event. <laughs> <laughs> it's too loud. <laughs> Uh, look at that uh, local Monero official unifying message dug for Congress. I ran no, for Congress in 2020 like a, like, a, like a freak. Like a Everybody's freak. like, what the hell's Monero? That was funny. I don't Good think stuff. this community even realizes because we weren't really in touch with the community when I ran, right? We Because well, we had no time. We were so busy that we couldn't even with check the, in. You know, right? in life. And I didn't use my life. normal Twitter. We, I don't think we, I think we only made like one or two Monero talks during that we didn't have monero topia well, we actually we had, we ended up also interviewing well yeah we only did a few we interviewed we had, roger Vare during right, the whole right. yeah the, and then but if we would have had monero topia yeah. we would have been talking about it on a regular basis right yeah 
you know, if there were like eight of us, we'd, you know, be all over the place. Yes, of course. But there are only just two of us, just me and you, one of each. <laughs> She's a trooper. Jesus. Anywho's, are you done with your rant? Shall we move yeah, on? Because we have on. special guests here. But just, you know, just be on the lookout. We have a, a new Monero Talk interview being published probably at the end of this weekend with Andrea Togni. He was a speaker at MoneroCon. You guys discussed Tornado Cash and much more. So be on the lookout for that. For those of you that haven't yeah, watched the last week's interview with Peter Van Valkenburg of uh, Coin Center, that was a good one. He'd be so a perfect check- speaker. Yeah. It was a good one. And Holly Ward, the last of the Freedom Fest interviews that we had there because we had so many. So, you know, just check them out if you haven't. And uh, I guess that's really it besides the the Halloween privacy protest. Oh, one thing I want to mention. So we got the coffee. We perfected the coffee. Coffee's amazing. I always talk about how I want to add more products. This would be a dream (laughs) product to, to add. So fresh, fresh eggs. Fresh eggs. This company delivered to your door. Just launched. Like we were, we uh, were the early adopters of fresh, of fresh eggs. And they're what's the, hyped what's the, up they, on coffee and eggs, guys. I don't know if you guys could see those eggs. I don't know if you could really appreciate. It. They still have the bloom on them, and that's what what keeps them fresh. So they're literally just picked up off the ground and thrown in here. They weren't cleaned in twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah they're. they're they're shipped within 24 hours from when they're when the eggs you know, are not hatched. But, <laughs> 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 but they're, the yeah, they're really born. good. I had one. Um, Doug has had maybe like 10 in the past 24 hours. You know. Yes, now I'm overdosing know, Doug on is eggs. From zero to but 1, they're so good. You crack that egg, and the 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 yolk has got this. It's very yeah, orange very yellow, and then the the whites itself when you cook it, it stays very. Very firm. Franya's looking at you. She knows you're talking about the. <laughs> My daughter's making fun of me right now. But I want to add that to gratuitous. So we tried reaching out to this company. They're in Indiana. I told them I wanted to drive out. I've been hitting them up like a madman. I was like, we're going to come out there. They're like, well, you don't really need to do that. Like, they don't want to meet us, right? I'm like, just give me 10 minutes of your time. I'm willing to come out. I explained gratuitous to them. Well, I was I like, you, I, I just want your workers up. to get some Monero tips as you sell these eggs. And then we'll sell the long gratuitous as well and just send customers their way and people can pay with Monero for the eggs. And then you can send a tip to the hardworking egg farmers. And these people are pretty cool. They have like YouTube videos showing their farm. They'd be a perfect fit with us. Yeah. I mean, and again, they're delicious. Again, I've So only- anyway, anybody that's an egg farmer out there <laughs> or knows, knows somebody in the industry, we could do it on our own and we can add it. And maybe we, we just start, you know, in one sector of, of the, the U.S. to make it doable. But I think there, there'd be a market out there. We'd have like at least 20 people buying a monthly stock of eggs. Oh, there. yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there are a few. Yeah. I just want to not burn myself over here. But yeah, so hopefully we can get those on board and. Obviously, other products. Cause yep, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on to our price segment. Doug is going to have a breakfast food truck yeah, in yeah. a couple of years. Yeah, like he will. Now. Well, the, yeah, man. Seriously. Want all, all the basic needs <laughs> fulfilled through gratuitous. Olive someone, oil. Ooh, someone, I raise my own chickens and there's nothing better than fresh eggs. It's true. It's there delicious. you go, man. Can you raise like maybe a hundred of them? We, we got ourselves well, can... a, a business. <laughs> They say they're saying That's they even write on this thing is you you've given two hens you know a full time job or something so two hens per I don't know how I guess one hen lays one egg a day or two eggs a day Pro- programming guy jump on 
later. Jump on later tell us, and tell have us about a, the chickens. <laughs> tell us about the chickens. We want to learn more. About I always your talk chickens. about it, right? How I want a, I want my own chickens. Egg. Yes, you do. Which like you a, will be I've been taking about care this of. For years. It's one of, one of my dreams. It's the simple things, guys. This is it liberty. Is. That's what that's what it is. It's a it's desiring liberty. At the end of the day, be off on your mm-hmm. own, your own land, living off of it. The ultimate dream. Okay. I'm slowly convincing Sunita of this, guys. Maybe. We'll see what the future holds, guys. <laughs> we'll see what the future holds. All right. And with that, Coffee, we're going to move on. Let's go. Move Coffee, on. chicken, and We're going to move on to the price report. You say one or two eggs a day. All right. Oakley dokely. The Monero-topia price report segment is sponsored by Local Monero. Avoid using KYC exchanges. Buy and sell Monero directly for fiat peer-to-peer. To with the price report number 34. I hope you're all having a great start of the day. And let's jump right into it. In this price report, I'm going to discuss the some of the events that are happening, going to happen in the month of September, along with what we are seeing in the on-chain and technical analysis and why we need to have patience during this period of recession. So let's get started with some of the major updates or events that are going to happen in the month of September, starting with September 6th. Around that time, the merge for Ethereum is happening where we are transitioning to proof of stake. And this has quite interesting consequences because one of the major uh, currencies is going to proof of stake. It's going to become more centralized, so to speak. But there are also other stages of it. So it's not what we, you know, there are multiple stages of this merge. It's called merge, surge, words, and splurge, which is going to happen into the next many years. And this is the very first event that's going to happen. And what's going to have as a consequence is a minor reshuffle because there are a lot of miners in Ethereum network because Ethereum mining is very profitable as compared to other currencies. So the question is, they have a lot of GPU rigs and where must they go now? So that is the answer we will find out during the next month. There might be some volatility in the markets due to this. And one of the other uncertainties that I see us seeing in the next month, for instance, is the US is raising the interest rates as they say, through the next months. I don't know if that is going to happen, but that's what they say, to control inflation. But it's very hard to control inflation just by raising the interest rate numbers because that has adverse effects on spending and slowing down of the economy. And interestingly enough, Europe, along with the Russia's cutting of the gas pipeline, just announced yesterday, it's also saying the worst drought in 500 years, not seen from the Middle Ages as per the satellite images. And so the Europe economy is certainly slowing down, also depegging against the US dollar. You know, a lot of things are happening. However, US dollar continues to be seen as the, like, you know, go-to currency, whereas Europe is dipping down. So investors are moving and seeing US dollar as a safe haven. And this comes along with this test Chinese economy for which people don't really have too much clue what's happening. So all these are headwinds. However, going forward, let's see what's happening on the side of Bitcoin. The on-chain analysis. So the Bitcoin hash rate is topping again. So that's a good news. So that means the miners have demand for for mining Bitcoin. 
And you would also see that this is something I've talked about before, the pool multiple, the mine, this which dictates the health of miners, because this brown line that you see, when it dips down below this into this green territory, that means the dollar value of Bitcoin being, being mined on a daily basis is not profitable because they have to pay for the electricity. So they're dipping down again, but that is okay because the hash rate is going up. So there is some sort of balance. And if we go to the BTC USD chart, I want to just first come to the weekly chart. Well, so what we see here is, let me remove this for the time being. So what we see here is, this is the hash ribbon below, and this is the, of course, the candle formation for Bitcoin. Historically, whenever the miners capitulate, that is after the bear market, we, after we have entered into the bear market, the miners capitulate. And that is shown by the green dot or circle here. And this over time go into a recovery phase and then recovered phase. And then they are actually back into the blue zone, which largely indicates the bull market phase. So right now we would see that we were in capitulation somewhere about, yeah, the May of this month after we had already entered the bear territory for the last six months. And we have been in this in this zone and then we are in the recovering phase right now as we speak. And also, let me go back to the four hourly chart. We are in, we are in a falling wedge pattern and we have seen this time and again in the past, whenever we have fallen edge, falling wedge pattern, we have an explosive move largely to the upside because that's what falling wedge is a precursor to. And along with the miners recovering, that shows a good sign that we are somewhere near the bottom. So people are calling for 10,000 and you know, 8,000 and all these numbers. These are just magic numbers. We don't know where it's going to go. I don't know where it's going to go. But have we formed a Bitcoin bottom yet? I do not know, but I would say that we are below the 200 week moving average, which historically is, you know, doesn't happen that often. We are always, you would see, we're always about the 200 week moving average. So we are in the bear market certainly, and we are somewhere near the bottom. So I don't know if it's going to be 16,000 or 15,000, but I hope that's a quick recovery wherever we go. And if you go there, I, expect us to bounce back back to the 200 week moving and this is also seen from this total market cap that i've shown before and the lowest of the lowest i could see is the 2017 all-time highs which was around 750 billion dollars for the total crypto market cap which means another drawdown of what 20 percent 25 percent but you would already see that about 19 20 000 bitcoin is already very very strong in terms of you know a balance of buyers and sellers and sellers being exhausted sooner than on later in terms of XMR USD chart, it's hard to gauge the data. However, I've been seeing the, the flow of you know buyers and sellers into this market, and it's been quite stable, about $150. Volumes are not coming back up as yet, so I'm just waiting for good volumes because that is what is going to result in some form of explosion for the price going forward. And it's been doing phenomenally well as against Bitcoin in this bear market, sticking around $150, which is good. And I do see us, you know, uh, going forward in the next weeks, you know, going up in the numbers.
and where it's going to go it's it's hard to say that but this cup and f handle formation is still valid in my opinion let us just see the volumes in for monero yes it's it was about 100 million dollars a few weeks ago and now it's again sticking around those volumes and also interestingly we would agree that the crypto market largely follows what is happening in the stock markets and we do not know how the stock market is going to behave in the coming weeks and months maybe it capitulates maybe not and whatever happens with bitcoin is followed on by all the other cryptocurrencies one very interesting thing that has been seeing happening with monero is that it's being deep coupled away from bitcoin in the last few months and this perhaps is contributed by the anticipation of the hard fork with whatever is happening about the privacy concerns and more people flocking into the monero ecosystem so that is an interesting trend and i hope that continues going forward so that it tries to, where it's trying to find its own price floor and you know doing doing its own thing and last but not the least i just want to highlight upon the bitcoin's historical monthly returns the month of september unfortunately hasn't been so generous so about 80 percent of the times is given a negative return of about on average seven percent minus and the month of october thereby has been ex explosive so for the month of september i would remain optimistically cautious with ah what happened i guess it, it didn't it got cut off it looks like his report got cut off Alrighty. I mean, that, that was very strange. And uh, I guess we'll try to, I mean, we usually do upload the, the files. Sorry about uh, that, A-Fungible. If you want to jump on, it's at the... No, no, later. I think the, the file got cut off in general, like his recording, not us. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. All right, well, let's well, that, yeah, well, we're going to move on. We actually people have two tank. special guests. I know people entertain. <laughs> we have two special guests for this week's show. We have uh, Alex of Local Monero and Elizabeth that's going to talk about ETH and XMR swaps. First one we'll bring on yes. is uh, Alex. So right, let's, let's do, do that right now. Monerotopia guest segment is sponsored by Cake Wallet. Store, send, receive, and exchange your Monero and Bitcoin safely on iOS and Android too. Cake Wallet is open source and you always control your own keys. Sounds because we have two special yeah, guests. Yeah, there's two special guests. So we'll be in right I did the we right have two heavy hitters. <laughs> Hi, Alex. How's it going? Hi. Am I audible? Is everything fine? Yep. Should I make it louder? You, you sound smooth as always. I know. You're, you're, really smooth. you're one of the smoothest talkers in, in, in all of Monero. But I, I, <laughs> haven't, I haven't heard from you in a long time. I feel like it was ages ago that we, that we chatted. Last time we chatted, I think, was after the launch of AgroDesk. So that would be yeah. October of 2019. So that's almost, oh, yeah. what, uh, three years? Wow. So it's it's a, been, it was a different world then. Some time now. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, that's like an eternity in, in crypto years. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, uh, it's been five years since we launched, which is the, the reason why you asked me to come on as a guest. And uh, thank you for... Uh, Having me yeah. on once again. Yeah, man. You, yeah. Uh, that's what I want. You know, so since then, you've been nothing but you know successful. I mean, you're you're growing in in success every day as the Monero community itself grows, as the Monero user base grows. So, congrats to you, man. And you're you're offering uh, an amazing utility, and you're, you're doing it the right way. You've like we talked about years ago. You know, you're you're very much aligned with the the ideals of what Monero is meant to be, and uh, 
you've impressively managed to you know uh, keep keep those ideals and and implement them in in your work. So greatly appreciate it. Thank you, thank you very much. And I can say the same for you, despite uh, all the uh, as as you put it, uh, fucking haters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know he went up on our right. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Just, you just gotta get it, it out. See, that's why I like the physical <laughs> yeah. world. In the physical world, you get things out. You like know? you, you know, you talk to people face to face. Yeah, it's true. People are just hidden. No, I mean, you know, like not Reddit specifically, but like the internet and social media in general can. It's it's a double edged sword. On on the one hand, it 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 sort it can give you growth and it can give you traction and all the good stuff, right? especially if you do good things. It's a great way to propagate your good work, I guess. And then sometimes, yeah, you get the, the other side of the coin that the, you know, people throw accusations and people throw vitriol and hate, and there's no real way to sort of respond to it all fast enough. So, you know, things seep through and somebody might read a comment that was written by someone else but not read the reply to that comment so like it's 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 tough but it is what it is and you just gotta you, know, you just gotta roll with it like as you know there there is a critical mass of people i feel that don't really take those kind of anonymous accusations seriously right like there's people who love to revel in the drama but I feel like those people are the minority and most lurkers on Reddit and other social media platforms, they are kind of silently sort of judging the information by themselves. And if it's just an, an accusation that, that's not backed up by anything, then they just ignore it. But of course, you don't, you don't see that, right? You only see the, the negative comments. Sometimes you see the positive comments, but you, you mainly, <laughs> your emotional energy goes into processing the negative comments, unfortunately. I guess, yeah, you just got to isolate yourself from that and try to keep in mind that, you know, most people are, are indeed reasonable and won't simply believe any random accusation made by anonymous poster on Reddit or wherever. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I totally look at it that way. But once in a while, I just got to vent, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it is important, though, to get you, you know, you have to go through the effort of correcting people, though. That's the annoying thing, right? Because they could just vary with it, takes, takes no cost on their end to just like throw out uh, an inaccurate comment, misinformation. So it's just, it takes more energy to try to correct that, you know, the misinformation than the energy it took to put out the misinformation. So it's just like, but you yeah. have to do it at sometimes, you know, because yeah. you just don't want the wrong info getting out there. No, that's totally true. Yeah. So, but it, it's just annoying. And that's what makes trolling so annoying is because they literally can just sit there all day and just, you know, say random shit and it becomes almost impossible to uh, fight against. You know what else is next to impossible? Trying to gather a bunch of people who are super privacy conscious out into the open space yes. and show and show themselves. <laughs> I mean, good luck with that. I honestly. know. Well, I mean, it worked with you know, it worked with the Monero conference in Monero Topia, no, it does, it does. And, th and this is a way for them to stay anonymous, right? Yeah, because so we're not asking they for their stay name. In also. We're doing it on Halloween. You could literally stay in costume. You could be like uh, a mute. You don't have to talk. So we don't what's his name? Crypto Bear. What? Wait. Yeah, Crypto Bear crypto was bear. on. We, should, we need to get him to come out. Oh, yeah, do a performance. That would be fun. Perform Make Crypto Scary Again on <laughs> Halloween night in, in, Washington, in uh, Washington Square Park. 
So, I mean, theoretically, you could stay anonymous, you know, right? That's that's the whole idea. Keep your mask. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, Halloween is is a good sort of, I guess, cover for these people who really want to stay anonymous because, number one, it's okay to wear a mask. And number two, because of the large amount of people out and about, your sort of cell phone tracking signals are kind of lost in the crowd, right? Like, like tears in the rain. So it's, it's kind yeah, of a, yeah, there, there was, there was some thought to this, you know, it was like, people were like, well, like people are saying, well, why would you want to do it on a day when, you know, other things are going on and you may not stick out as well. I mean, that's, that's kind of part of the point, right? Yeah. 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 You blend in sort of with, yeah. the, with the crowd. Yeah. No, actually it's, it's more, <laughs> you think about the idea, the, the, uh, the more in- intelligent, it, it, Alex it gets it. <laughs> no, and I'm he may, and it, he yeah. may or may not attend. We would never. No, we, we would, would never, never know. know. Unless we, we hear never know. Yeah, unless we hear that <laughs> soothing voice, like we'll all just calm down. <laughs> He'll just start speaking. Everybody gets quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Dude, so tell, tell us about local Monero. I mean, uh, do you have you have any stats in terms of growth from? You know, when when you first started to where you are today? I mean, there's definitely growth. We don't publish the stats, but there's definitely growth and there's growth every month, every year. It's 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 a slow, gradual sort of snowballing process because we don't really run ads and stuff like that. It's almost completely, you know, just word of mouth and stuff like that. Thank you, Edward, for the kind words. <laughs> Edward, Edward McLean. <laughs> I know. Out there. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's the thing with local Monero is that the more people know about it, the more useful it becomes, right? It's like the hardest part is at the beginning where nobody knows this platform and there's no ads posted, no offers to buy or sell, right? And then like as soon as you get that snowball effect going, then it becomes easier and easier and easier. And the network becomes more valuable to every participant with every new participant, right? That's the network effect. So as long as we keep, as long as we keep running platform uh, without a hitch, yeah, it, it it should it should keep growing. I hope, and of course, if as long as there's like no critical vulnerability discovered in either the platform or in Monero, then everything, yeah, everything should be going fine. And of course, we have Havino. And there's more decentralized projects, DEXs coming along soon. So like, I think in terms of the peer-to-peer economy that Monero has, uh, I think we're very healthy, certainly way more healthy than probably all the other coins that are considered to be privacy coins, right? I'm not trying to <laughs> break your unifying message. Then. <laughs> no, but, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. So like, uh, <laughs> you're right. I, mean, I, don't, yeah. I don't disagree. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're doing, I think we're doing good. And uh, the, the amount of like DDoS attacks that tried to take us down over the last five years, the, like, it's, you know, everybody wants to, to DDoS the, uh, the platform because it's people who are looking for a ransom, right? They're like, okay, who do I, who do I pick for a ransom? And then they pick on cryptocurrency websites because they collect money in, in this, you know, uh, currencies that they can demand, right? And then they can get away with it or they think they can get away with it and stuff like that. So over the, over the past five years, there was like, you know, whatever, a trillion DDoS attacks that we managed to fight back and, 
And then there's all the improvements that we've made to the site over the past five years. There's the Tor portal, I2P. I think we're the only crypto platform still that, you know, that is like a, not like a darknet platform, but like a, you know, <laughs> a normal uh, clearnet platform that also offers an I2P portal. We have um, Node.js. We're like one of maybe, <laughs> I don't know, dozen commercial websites in the world that have a no JavaScript <laughs> version of the website, right? It's like nobody, everything is so dependent on JavaScript. Like, and I, I don't know how aware you are about how bad JavaScript is in terms I, of security. Yeah, I've, I've always heard, I don't personally understand it myself. I'm not, you know, I'm not a coder, but I've always heard it. Right. As for these purposes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's very, it's very important. I feel to provide a, a Node.js version. And, and I'm so we, we my, kept my, maintaining my that. Code, my code blooded t-shirt today. <laughs> that's, that's my globy t-shirt. Did we get this? What, uh, this is from magical crypto friends. Yeah. Uh, you got that? that was in our bag. Oh, I know you guys go over and above in terms of, trying to do things in the, in the purest way possible. Where do you see local, and sorry to cut you off, you continue your thought there, but where, where do you see local Monero fitting in with regards to other things, you know, like uh, Havino and, you know, other decentralized exchanges and atomic swaps and Thorchain? Where do you see what local Monero playing a role? Well, Havino, like we're all hoping for its success because it is absolutely essential to have alternatives to have this sort of competition going on and to have sort of like a backup plan in case something goes wrong with one platform right you have another platform to go to so havino as far as i understand because it's a fork of BISC, sort of requires you to run your own software on your computer in order to be part of the of the of the trading, right? So, like for for a lot of people, that's okay, but for some other people, that's not very convenient. So for them, like when they just do a quick Google search, you know, buy Monero, like if they have two choices, one is to install Havino and have to figure out all this stuff. And the other is just going on local Monero and just immediately getting your coins. Well, they might prefer going on local Monero. Now, of course, there, there's, there's trade-offs to that, right? There's like, it's not as decentralized as Havino is, but like the, the, the convenience versus privacy versus decentralization triangle is, is like everybody fits differently on that triangle. So th there's, there's always a space for, for everything, I feel. Uh -huh. And same with atomic uh, swaps, you know, they, they might be intuitive to some, they might be less intuitive to others, which is why they, instead of an atomic swap, maybe use uh, a, like one of those services, right? Like, like shapeshift or not shapeshift anymore, but well, you know, the other ones I'm talking about. Uh -huh. So like, it's like, there's always room for, for everyone. And, and there's always opportunities for local Monero to, implement stuff like atomic swaps and maybe some kind of connections with, with other decentralized exchanges to 
trade information about offers and traders and reputation and whatever. So like it's, it's all this big ecosystem that makes everything stronger, right? It's the same network effect that I was talking about, right? The, the more, the more things we have going in this parallel economy, I guess, even though it's not really parallel, but you know what I mean? Like the, the better it is. And as time goes on, you know, more, more eyes are looking at Monero the code and the ecosystem and more people are using it and more people are understanding it, right? Like with, with the, um, with the economy that we have, they're always going to be looking for alternatives. Of course, the most obvious alternative in the crypto space for the average person is Bitcoin. But for the people that really like to get into the nitty gritty and look at other options available, they almost certainly will stumble upon Monero and that's how can they can also get into this economy. So it's like the, the first mover advantage that Bitcoin has, of course, is tremendous, enormous. And like, it's not going to be overcome that, that fast, right? Like we see El Salvador adopting Bitcoin, not Monero, right? Uh, we see, uh, what was the other country that did it? Was it the Congo? I forgot. Oh, I didn't even, hear that one no. yeah i think there was some african uh, country that also adopted uh, bitcoin oh just um, recently right was, was uh yeah uh, maybe the uh maybe the comment section can can help us here but the point is you know the reason why they're they're adopting bitcoin and not ethereum or litecoin or monero or anything else is because well you have the sort of the most the, the strongest network effect is still behind Bitcoin right now. But <clears throat> like we've seen network effects being overcome. It's it's not insurmountable. Like MySpace used to have, you know, complete dominance <laughs> over the social social media sort of space, right? It, it would seem that that MySpace's dominance was complete and absolute. And then Facebook <laughs> came in and and swept it all up <laughs> nobody know nobody uses myspace everybody just forgot okay. about it right so i mean why why not the same could happen to bitcoin it totally could so yeah of course i mean the, yeah. the network effect bitcoin the, the irony with bitcoin or the btc maxis is they're they're okay with the idea that bitcoin can overcome the network effect of of the u.s dollar but they can't fathom the idea of something overcoming the network effect of bitcoin <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, well, with Bitcoin maxis, you know, like, I feel, I feel that it's a bit religious. Like, for example, personally, I'm not a Monero maxi in the sense of like, if, if there is a, if there's a project that's out that has better privacy guarantees than Monero, right, and, and it's practical, then you know, local Monero will rebrand into local that other coin, right? <laughs> so it's it's like it's it's as you said in your unifying message. It's it's about the ideas. It's it's about the the tools that we need to have sound money, right? And privacy is, of course, essential to sound money because of fungibility, right? So yeah. That's 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 the basic message. And Bitcoin, uh, unless they do something that I mean, you know, the, the whole block size thing in Bitcoin caused a rift that they still haven't 
fully healed from and implementing privacy is such, such a you know it's 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 a much more drastic change than than a, a block size debate right so yeah i i don't see it happening personally in bitcoin so yeah i feel like you and i could do a whole monero talk <laughs> we should have done that so, <laughs> on a day when we have another heavy hitter at the same time let me let me ask one more question that we're going to bring elizabeth up and okay. then we'll talk to her and then we can just talk all all of us together so i mean local monero i really see it's 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 the best way to go from cash KYC free into Monero, right? Is that what most, you know, most, is that the, the, the most common way you would think that people are doing? Like if they, you have cash, you want to go into Monero, how do you do it? You know, and you want to do it anonymously without KYC. You don't want to go through a centralized exchange. You don't want to buy some other crypto and swap it into Monero. You just want to go from cash directly into Monero. I mean, would you say that are there other are there people doing other things or is local Monero like literally the only uh, essential tool for that purpose? Well, like I'm obviously will we'll have that ability, right? I mean, have you? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm obviously biased, but for regions that have an active trading section on local Monero, I would use local Monero if I wanted to do that. So like there are of course regions where local Monero isn't really popular, that there's not a lot of offers posted, not a lot of activity going on. And in those regions, of course, there might be other methods that would work better. But even still, that's that's just like a temporary situation, right? As as because usually the kind of regions that don't have a lot of activity on local Monero are the kind of regions that don't really have a lot of activity in Monero in general. Like they, mm-hmm. they, they just don't, they haven't heard of, about Monero. They trade in Bitcoin and Ethereum and, and, you know, mostly that's it. Right. So as, as like more like the, the, the traction in a region's awareness of Monero usually correlates with people starting to post offers on local Monero at the same time. So like, yeah, it's, it's to to answer your question, basically. Yeah. Like if, if you're in a region where local Monero is, is active, then definitely I, I feel local Monero would be the best way, but you know, local Monero isn't just for cash into Monero. It's, it's also uh, crypto into Monero. There's a very, very active crypto to crypto uh, trading section on local Monero. And I mean, oftentimes there are the rates that are offered are even better than on these shapeshift type websites. Instant exchangers. That's right, the instant exchangers. Oh, before you you bring in the uh, the second guest, just really quickly, if I may plug the fact that as the um, the post mentioned, uh, we've actually released. Uh, mobile applications after <laughs> five years after launching the the platform finally <laughs> we have a we have mobile applications they're, they're still in beta mode so like there's some bugs but it, like they're not there should there shouldn't be any critical bugs that like you, you know your 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 money just vanishes into nothing you know <laughs> that that shouldn't happen <laughs> but, also, but are, like, are you seeing some good uh download rates uh, so far so far we haven't like released the the full announcement for like, you know, a standard version. We have like a couple of hundred downloads for now. So we just started, I think like, yeah, like nine days ago, we just released. So, but, but people are, you know, wary of the, of the beta tag. People don't want to use something that has bugs, understandable. 
So like, but, but we have enough people using it right now and we're working every day to iron out those problems as fast as possible. And I think maybe within a month or two, we're going to have a full fledged release. That's not going to be beta and it's both iOS and Android. And for Android, actually, we tested the apps on Graphene OS first. So if, if people don't know, Graphene OS is like a privacy and security centric OS for Android. And it doesn't have uh, Google Play services installed by default. So usually apps would stop working properly if you would install them or they wouldn't have like notifications or stuff like that. Now, because we tested and, and, you know, we know how graphene works, we've managed to implement notifications so that even if you don't have any Google Play services installed, or maybe you're in a censored country, you know, for whatever reason you're blocking Google, our apps will work absolutely fine. And they're open source, so you can check the source code yourself and fork them and, you know, whatever. And, and we offer the direct downloads for the Android APKs. Uh, we would have offered it for iOS as well, but Apple sort of locks the, the OS. You, you can't really install things uh, on Apple that's not from the App Store. Or, you know, you can, but it's like a huge hassle. Okay. So, yeah. Otherwise, we would have released the, the iOS uh, installables as well. But yeah, that's awesome. we're very, very proud of, of finally getting these out. It's, it was a lot of work, but it's finally out. Yeah. Very exciting, man. You have, you have a pretty big team that was working on that or? Yeah, it's, 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 it was a lot of work. It was, <laughs> it was a lot of work. Congrats, man. Uh, that's, <laughs> Thank I, you. That, that's going to be tremendous. Obviously, that, that's a major step. It makes it much more usable, right? So people can just download the app. Yeah, so far the feedback that we've been getting is is very positive. People love the the uh, the interface and the design, and it's it's really streamlined for people to be able to trade efficiently from their mobile device. So yeah, hopefully it, it it'll help a lot of people get into this easier. One last question before we bring Elizabeth up, and if you have anything else to say, please let me know. But um, where, so where do you see the most usage? Like, where are the most accounts? region it's 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 really there's like a lot of geographic distribution but it's it's mostly western countries it's like regions like asia especially like korea japan are not seeing a lot of usage but i think it's just because monero isn't very popular in korea or japan you know at least not yet (laughs) well i mean korea wasn't it wasn't it banned at some point Oh, it could have been actually. I, yeah. I I don't keep up with all the. <laughs> I mean, I know it was removed from all the exchanges in Korea. Oh, possible, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of when we had that mega pump uh, back in like 2018 or whatever. Remember, like Korea was leading the charge on that. Oh yeah, that, that could have been the case actually. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you know, usually when they ban them, they don't actually ban peer to peer transactions. They they only usually ban like exchanges listing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they might have banned. Banned it entirely, though. Uh, I know in Morocco it's banned because I was, t- was talking to what's his name about trying to do. Oh man, gratuitous. No related. crypto. Yeah, 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 yeah no. it's actually banned. Like I think for for actual usage. Yeah, man. Let, let us bring Elizabeth Ethereum up. Anything else yeah. you want you want to say before we bring her up? No, no, I'm good. All right, right greatly awesome. pre- and thanks for the thanks for the sponsorship, man. We also <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah, thank we, you. We formally uh, thank you. Our thank pleasure. You. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. The partnership. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, if you want to, you know, just hang yeah, out and stick just stick around. But yeah, we'll move on to Elizabeth and sure maybe thing. we can chat with you later and 
or on the viewer on stage uh, segment, just in case people have questions. All right. All right. Great. Thanks for having me on again. All right. Thank you. Thanks, All right. Man. So uh, let's do our guest segment again. <laughs> the Monerotopia guest segment is sponsored by Cake Wallet. Store, send, receive, and exchange your Monero and Bitcoin safely on iOS and Android too. Cake Wallet is open source, and you always control your own keys. Yeah, we, we, we Aloha. Brush up, we got to brush up the, those. Up yeah, we're working on it. We're working <laughs> we'll on it. Them. We're working on it. Don't worry, Alex. We'll, we'll brush them up a little bit. <laughs> Hi, Elizabeth. Hello. Hello. Hi. What's going on? Thank you for coming on. Thank you for waiting patiently on the waiting room. <laughs> we're just excited to have uh, two special guests today. So thank you. Yeah, we, we really wanted to have you on this week because we saw that, you know, you're your funding proposal is still open, which we were, we were kind of shocked by. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it at? Is it, has it gotten closer? Are you almost there? We wanted to, we wanted to help uh, you get it again. I'm not actually sure what it's at. I don't think it's too much closer than before. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. You know, we got to step up. What, what is it that you were asking? How much were you asking for? It was 20K for four months. So, yeah, I guess it'll start, like, whenever <laughs> it gets fulfilled. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think, yeah, it's my first experience with Magic. I think maybe it just doesn't have as much visibility as CCS, but. Yeah, that could, that could be as simple as that. Right, yeah. So put the link, put the, the link in the chat. Yeah, I've put it in the notes already. But you you, you want to give the quick. Yeah, for those that don't know. Exactly. People would be funding with us for those yeah. that aren't aware. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so this is basically four additional months of development on the swap. So, Basically, my the main kind of things that are going to happen in these four months are mostly productionizing um, the swap, I would say. So, yeah, sorry, just reading the comments. <laughs> a lot of um, improvements to UX and privacy for the most part, as well as just, like, ironing out all the bugs and making sure, like, it's really good for people to use and that kind of thing. So, yeah, there's a few items on here, which are, like, the main features, I guess. So... The first one is relayer support. So right now, when you swap from Monero to ETH, you have to use an account that already has um, ETH in it to pay for that transaction. But this is obviously like not ideal because you want to withdraw to a fresh address, probably. So like similar to I guess how Tornado works with the relayers, this is a similar idea where you have like someone else submit the transaction on your behalf, um, and they take a small fee. Um, but then you can withdraw to a new account, and then yeah, and then privacy improvements. So yeah, so this is more a research topic because right now I'm not sure exactly if there is a way to fully do this. It would probably have to leverage some sort of existing privacy protocol on ETH. And then ERC-20 support. Yeah, this is some people have asked for this. Basically, just directly swapping to ERC-20s. And then disk permanence. That's kind of so that you, when you restart the node, like everything's saved and it just reloads automatically. Yeah, and I think other than that, it's really just making the code nice and very usable for people and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, now, yeah. are you seeing are you seeing engagement from the Ethereum side? So obviously we're the Monero. We, we, we love this idea of people be able to you know swap between Monero and, and, and Ethereum. Uh, but I imagine the Ethereum side is would be excited about this, especially given what's happened recently with Tornado Cash. This is now another tool that can be used. What are people saying on the Ethereum side? Is this being spoken about? Yeah, I I would say a bit more now that the whole tornado ordeal has happened. I'd say before, like, not really, to be honest. But I think now people are starting to talk about Monero a lot more and be interested in the swap and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't, I think a lot of people are still very into the, 
I guess the kind of ZK technology, um, like the privacy technology built on top of ETH for that kind of thing. But I think I think people are they're starting to realize that you kind of need base layer privacy. So I think people are yeah getting more excited about this. Um, I hope. <laughs> yeah. what, what what was your take on Tornado Cash? Oh man, uh, yeah, like uh, yeah. At first, just honestly, just yeah. The <laughs> my reaction to the sanctions is, is kind of like ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Like, first of all, like they're sanctioning a contract address, like on a blockchain, as opposed to like a person or entity. So, first of all, that was pretty like unprecedented and kind of bizarre to be honest. Like, I don't know. I'm not American, so I don't know like, what the laws are on that. But it's just yeah, really bizarre in my opinion. Yeah, and then the fact that well, they. I think like the even worse than the actual sanctions was the fact that so many like companies and exchanges and DeFi products or whatever decided to just preemptively ban like a lot of these um, sanctioned addresses as well. For example, like USDC deciding to just ban all the USDC in there essentially. Like I think it really showed like how centralized a lot of these things are because I guess they had to do that because they're an US entity or whatever, but it just really shows that, yeah, a lot of these things are way more centralized than they should be. So, I mean, I, I know I know you're you're not an attorney, and these are difficult questions. <laughs> just looking to get you know your, your feel on things. So, how do you see atomic swaps being viewed differently, or would it, do you think it's effectively you know the same the same thing? Yeah, like, I if, mean, if the government's going to do this to tornado. Do you see atomic swaps being analogous, or it's do you see it as uh, fundamentally different type of technology i see it as pretty fundamentally different yeah like i guess with uh atomic swaps the difference is that it's it's just it's exchanging like two coins i suppose like it's not like for the purpose of delinking accounts on a transparent chain which i think like is where they kind of said tornado was bad yeah it, i guess if they decide like all of the monero chain is bad then obviously it's a problem but i think like the idea of just swapping two coins which is like it's an analogous to like swapping i don't know two different fiat currencies or something in real life so i'd say it's fundamentally fundamentally pretty different and yeah also on the actual like technical level like with because the swap is between just two parties versus tornado cash or a mixer which is basically a pool of funds then it's different because you're not like mixing your funds with like a bunch of other people's funds that may or may not have come from whatever sanctioned place it's just between two parties so in that regard it's different in my opinion yeah hope that made sense no i, I totally makes sense yeah. i agree yeah yeah so so guys anybody that's listening let's let's you know put the link in the comments yeah. yeah let's get this funded my friends yeah I feel, but i feel like ethereum people should be should be th- contributing as well right they should be getting out in, the, in those channels as well we should be seeing contributions from both sides this project right yeah i'm hoping so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i'll have to tweet story on twitter a bit more <laughs> I mean, tough. Yeah, you yeah. don't have time for that you're actually sure. doing, you're the, actually hard doing work. the hard work yeah. guys <laughs> come on let's get this funded jesus uh, someone donated <laughs> crypto right. citizen thank you awesome. well, thank you there, there you go we'll donate when we get off <laughs> cool. thank you 100 percent
Yeah, check out. I mean, I also have the link in the description for those that will be watching the show after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> so please donate when you can. Yes. Yeah, so I guess. Bring yeah. uh, Alex back up. Yeah. Hello, Alex. Oh no, he didn't. Here. Where is his soothing voice? Hello, sir. Hello. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Somebody, somebody made a funny comment. Like, I, I, I won't read it. But it was Alec related. Oh, yes, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> it was actually quite, quite funny. It was actually, I actually really laughed on my own here. I'm I didn't to- know that Vitalik released a dick pic. I, I had no idea. Oh, you, had it, you didn't see the, the Vitalik? Let's get up the Vitalik uh, tweet so you can pull it, it up. You see this? Oh, my God. Was like oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> I thought that was hilarious, actually. Mm, yeah. I, yeah, but what did you think of uh, Tornado Cash, Alex? What, we didn't get your take on it. The the situation with yeah, the... Sanctioning, you know, the U.S. government's effectively sanctioning a tool. Right. Well, uh, I, I haven't read any details about that case. I don't know what exact accusations are made uh, against Tornado Cash. But what I do... What I can tell is that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they did sort of declare the the code as illegal, right? Am I am I correct? Or, they, or what exactly did they declare they, as illegal? They, 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 you know, normally sanctions are, are against people, right? But yeah. they effectively sanctioned a smart contract and said, you know, that anybody that, you know, you, it would be illegal to interact with that. So they, 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 they sanctioned the actual tool and the usage of the tool. So it, it wasn't the code or the developers. It was like anybody well, they, they, who they went after the developers, it? but in terms of sanctioning, yeah, anybody, anybody that, that uses it would effectively be breaking, breaking that sanction. Right. Well, I, I, I have no idea if they have the constitutional right to declare things like that are they even subservient to the constitution or are they are they just like do they, they they just do what they want oh no there's well they're supposed to be yeah i mean this was the u.s treasury department so yeah they, they're certainly uh, supposed to be abiding by the constitution <laughs> but i get you know that that's what will be figured out next right uh, well we did a good show like, on it with uh peter from from coin center and tried to cover it legally. but yeah it's i was just curious what your what your current take is yeah, I, I, I would I would have a better take if I actually read the details of the case because I have like zero knowledge about okay. the details of the case. I don't know what is the accusation, what who, who's being sort of sanctioned and all that kind of stuff. The, my general take is code is speech. That's a constitutionally established precedent by the Supreme Court, right? Exactly, yeah. And, and you can't ban code. So if, the, if they're banning code, that's not okay. Yeah. If they're... If they're arresting developers of open source projects, that's pretty, I don't want to say Nazi. And if they're sanctioning anyone who like, who's just using a tool, like, I don't know, maybe they have some kind of evidence that says the only way you can use that tool is if a terrorist, like a proven terrorist gives you a, a login and password. Right. Because uh, like, I, exactly, that's the problem. I don't know the details of this case, so I can't really comment on it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. It sounds but, iffy. Yeah. I mean, uh, there a lot of we nobody really knows the details, right? So it was, it was a very general statement that was put out, and it was just a lot of a lot of new things that the government essentially has never done before, and so 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 much is being is open to interpretation at this point. So 
Yeah, I didn't mean to uh, put you on the, the legal spot there. No, no, it's, it's okay. <laughs> Have any sort of uh, right, um, you know, those human rights uh, lawyer conglomerates, have, have they made any yeah. comments about this? Well, obviously, so you have Coin Center, right? So if they yeah. didn't say anything, there'd be a major problem there. Found the pick. <laughs> that is the pick that went viral. Let's bring it up. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. I mean, it wasn't, obviously, they were just, I yeah, couldn't I don't find know who, the original one. he was one. actually with. He was with it was some, some girl. girl. Yeah, it was some girl. The real one is obviously a lot funnier. It was a girl. I can't find it, like that original picture, but, oh. It's just really funny. I don't know. It just went viral. <laughs> and then it, it just took over the internet. Yeah, it just did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a, a girl. So that's funny. It's impressive nonetheless. OMG. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what were we talking about? I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> it really took it over the internet. It just took over everything. <laughs> yeah, the electronic frontier Oh, here it is. I found the, I found the original picture. EFF came out and, and you know spoke out against it. And said what it did the good. EFF say? Basically, the code of speech, you know, code of speech argument. Well, uh, if, if if that's their argument, then I guess th- that that was the case, right? That that they tried to ban the code, right? Otherwise, why would EFF say that? Well, that's effectively what they did. I mean, it was a one-page statement saying they're sanctioning, so it's open to interpretation. So. The interpretation uh-huh. is that they effectively essentially tried to ban code because that's the only way you can sanction a tool, right? They're basically, in effect, banning the code. They're banning usage of it. Yeah, you said they arrested a developer? They arrested a developer. I haven't been following that too closely. That was in Belgium. Oh. In Amsterdam, I think. In Amsterdam, right? So there's that going on. They also, GitHub, like, remove the actual code. So then there's arguments that, you know, if speech is being chilled, you know, they're, they're, the actions of the government are force, forcing publishers to no longer freely publish what they would normally publish, right? So there's, there's, there's a lot of, there's so many lines that were crossed with this. And no, then there's, I mean, you know, co- co- code, you know, money is speech, right? There's those arguments yeah. as well. There's, you know, there's been precedent set in the Supreme Court with regards to, money being compared to to speech citizens united speech. yep yep so there's there's a lot of lines that were that were crossed but yeah no people are coming out and speak i mean this is why we're doing the privacy protests right so we think you know like the line has been crossed to such a degree that we could you know there's there's reason to now start to i think you know fight back in public Okay, well, there's there's like there's two possible cases, right? One, I mean, obviously, the, the general idea that code is speech and money is speech and you know privacy is right is mm-hmm. is you know self evident. Uh, but with the case of Tornado Cash specifically, like because I don't know the exact details, I would be careful about uh, supporting Tornado Cash or not because. You know, even if it's an open source project and, you know, they say that you, you say that they arrested a developer in, in, uh, in Belgium, like it might be the case that the, uh, Tornado Cash was, the, you know, the only people who had access to it were people that are beyond reasonable doubt, evil people, you know, doing bad things. Right. And so like, th- which, that's why I'm, I'm being sort of careful about condemning or approving this action. So, like, if if the treasury, well, I mean, it was it was a tool open to anybody that you know the tool was created, and then it right. was, you know the smart cards were created in such a way that they could oh, no yeah, yeah. further be altered, 
and then right. they were decentralized just as decentralized as ethereum is right so okay as immutable as ethereum itself essentially and so right. they were there sitting there for anybody to interact with so right so if it's then, the tool that they're attacking then yeah that's that's definitely wrong but if, if it's just uh, specific individuals that have kind of locked themselves into using that tool, then I think it's okay to go after an individual that did something bad if they actually did something bad and there's, you know, proof beyond a reasonable doubt and all that kind of stuff, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, right. no, it, it was it was much more blatant than that. It was a, it right. was a line that was crossed beyond, way I beyond see. that. Yeah. I see, okay. You know, because if that guy that would, that was arrested in Belgium, you know, if, if, if he was, if, if he's, you know, proven beyond a reasonable doubt to, to be using that money to... I don't know, like fund massacres wherever. Then, then it's, it's okay to arrest that guy, right? Not not oh, because he's a developer yeah. of there's tornado a lot of, cash, there's a lot but of because he's a bad guy, right? Yeah, totally agree. And there was a lot of confusion with that because I saw people kind of coming out and talking about that uh, element of it. But no, the, right. the, the bigger, the more egregious and and concerning part was that they sanctioned also, in addition, just sanctioned the usage of this tool by anyone, anywhere, right? Uh, that's yeah that's liability so i mean even if you didn't personally interact with it but somebody interacted with it and then sent you like sent you funds you're you're essentially breaking the law no Um, yeah that's that's definitely like that is uh, you you can't like presumption of of innocence mm -hmm. you can't just blanket accuse people you know of felonies or not accuse but convict people of felonies based upon their usage of a specific tool you know that's that's absurd yeah. Well, right. let's uh, let's move on. Should we do the news? I feel like. I mean, I think sh- we can just jump on, uh, move on to uh, viewers on stage segment because maybe people have some questions. Let's do it super fast. Okay. Yeah, let's do it super fast. Okay. We'll let's do it super super yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll duper be, fast. We'll be right back, guys. <laughs> Stay tuned. And now for our weekly news segment. All righty. So I will bring it up yeah we, we've been slacking on the news we had you know tony was doing the news but i think now it's back to us right yeah it's back to us well he's you know away you know enjoying his anybody that wants vacation. to be our, our weekly <laughs> news reporter you know we're, we're accepting Please reach applications. Out. <laughs> uh first story uh oh just just happened like today is today the second or yesterday somebody just yesterday. anonymously ad- donated two thousand. Uh, 500 XMR to the Monero General Fund. So you, you could give a, an applause there. That's awesome. Ooh, I don't want to do too much. I don't even know how much money. Maybe that, the next person can donate to Elizabeth's, uh, you know, Ethereum atomic swaps. Let's do that, guys. Make everyone deaf. But there's speculation <laughs> that it was done for the purposes of trying to get the Monero community to buy back Monero.com from Vic. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't see that. I mean, this is all speculation. Whoa. The, the sequence in which things happened. There was some drama in the Monero community, people saying Monero.com shouldn't be owned by, by Cakewalk because there's confusion. People go go to it thinking that it's, you know, this... Oh, uh, I see here previously. Vic, that it's basically run by the Monero community. So Vic was like, all right, well, if you want the if you want the site, you can buy it off of me for what I paid. I mean, he paid a lot of money. He paid a lot this, of money right? for so you. He's saying, sure. <laughs> you and it's the fact that he's even saying that is... Very nice of him, right? Yes, like, of right, course. Here it is. You know, I'll sell it to you. And then, you know, there was debate as to whether or not the money would 
I, I haven't read the thread, so I really didn't read more than this. We're busy but, reading our other thread. Uh, I guess there was the debate <laughs> as to whether or not the Monero community should use money from the general fund to do something like that. I think a lot of people would obviously be opposed to that. There's a lot more important things to use that money for, right? We want to fund the development. So something like this probably isn't priority. But then somebody then dr- anonymously dropped 2,500 XMR into, into the fund. So next story. Next see where story. That goes. <clears throat> Data giant shocks Ethereum with ban on mining. So yeah, this is this is big. You know, just sh- just shows that we may not all be as decentralized as we think, right? Because at the end of the day, we, we depend on uh, a lot of uh, crypto depends on you know this infrastructure below crypto, right? So like the internet itself. And uh, so Monero actually does a very good job of, of avoiding these kind of scenarios. We have a lot of it's mined by uh, individuals that are, you know, running their own mining equipment, uh, people running their own nodes. But in Ethereum, I guess there's a lot of people that just use these, you know, these decentralized services to basically purchase servers and, and run nodes and mining uh, and miners on them, which is just... You know that's that's like a big no-no. It just it it basically creates a uh, centralized entity that you then rely upon, that your whole network relies upon. So interesting to see happening in Ethereum. Once again, it's just you know it's it's kind of not good news for Monero, but once again showcases Monero as as a crypto that's doing things right. Next story, and this is related. So P two pool uh, another you know, tool that Monero uses to try to increase its decentralization. So not only do we have ASIC resistant proof of work that basically turns the CPU into the ASIC of the mining network so that, you know, all of our mining is done by CPUs and anybody can essentially mine anywhere and, and fairly compete. It's egalitarian in that sense. It doesn't create these, these super mega mining corps that just have an advantage because they have access to ASICs and nobody else does. In addition to that, we have P2 pool, which then decentralizes the pools themselves. So it creates a pool that doesn't have a, a centralized voting power. And this is the the one year anniversary just came up. So congrats to P2 pool. This is awesome to see. I mean, when they launched it a year ago, uh, we had, we had, uh, what's his name? The, the, uh, the devs, is it Sir? I forget his name. Oh, Sir. Yeah. I forget his name. I too. mean, his name is, I think, Sergey, right? But what's his, uh... I want to say yes, but I'm not sure. We, we had him on. He's awesome, <clears throat> dude. And P2 pool is just, it's just growing. It's growing in usage. What does it say there? I can't really read it. It's P2 pool is now the fourth largest Monero pool. So, that's awesome, but with less, uh, with about seven percent of total network hash rate. So we we got to get that a lot higher. Uh, but I'm sure we'll see that over time. It just makes sense for people to start using P2 pool. There's really no reason to use the others, except I guess out of ease of ease of setup. But there's economic advantages to using P2 pool. So also to them, just another you know positive thing going on in Monero in terms of uh, its its ability to be uh, censorship resistant and truly decentralized. We spoke about this a little earlier, uh, El Salvador and Bitcoin. So it's, that's been a year or, lo- or longer. Uh, and it's just, it's not being viewed as a success. So whatever you may think of that, I personally was opposed to the way they went about it. Love seeing more adoption of crypto in general but essentially a government mandating that something be legal tender and forcing, essentially forcing people to adopt usage of it instead of allowing it to fairly compete. Wasn't a big fan of it, but 
it's yeah, it's it's not getting a good rap right now. Also, I mean, the government I think had bought a hundred million dollars worth of Bitcoin. That's now worth less than half what they bought. So you know, the, I don't I don't think you know, not a good luck, not a good luck. And then just adoption, you know. So they 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 launched it. They gave everybody the uh, Chivo app. Oh, that was another major criticism. Chivo, you know, not really the most peer to peer way to to use crypto. You're basically using this decentralized system that's you know KYC everybody's KYC that's using it. And, you know, you're basically tracking, pe- tracking people's transactions. It's really not even crypto anymore at that point. Beyond all those criticisms, it's just not, you're just, they're not seeing adoption. So they gave everybody like $30 worth of, of Bitcoin. They download this one and they're just not seeing a lot of adoption. But, you know, I, I wish, obviously wish them the best overall. I want to see adoption of crypto in El Salvador. So I'm fortunate that this really isn't working out yet. I can't Uh, believe we're seeing a uh, monetary policy failure in Latin America. (laughs) (laughs) And then one last story, checking in on this fractal and traceable post this couple of days ago for the Monero, uh, for the number go up Monero maxis, this fractal war to come to fruition. What is it? I, I can't see it if you blow it up, but it just shows Monero like skyrocketing against against bitcoin it's a fractal oh this is just showing the zoomed in part if you so what does it show it shows it going up to uh, i don't know like all the way back up to 0.025 or something but it's a fractal based on what monero did i think back in 2017 and it's uh it's a pretty good match so for for the number go up monero maxis which there aren't many of uh, <laughs> this is good stuff and that's it for the week Ooh la la all righty um, yeah, I guess let's uh, move on to the viewers on stage segment. Let's get people yeah, up. Let's get people up. Let's do this. Let's do this, people. It's the viewers on stage segment. It's that time where we invite you, the viewers, up on stage to comment on anything you've heard so far today, ask the guest a question, or maybe talk about one of the news topics. Come on down. So change that too. I will be working on that as well. <laughs> All right. Anybody want to jump up? Uh, we got a fungible here. Talk to Alex. Talk to Elizabeth. Anyone else? I put the link in the in the comments. A fungible. What's going on, man? Hey, Doug. Yes, <laughs> all good. Yeah, I just saw that video got clipped. I, I messaged in the group that yeah, I, no I think worries. we got clipped in the last minute somehow. Yeah, no yeah, worries. Yeah, no worries. I mean, I usually post the full video. Yeah, I usually do. So. I'll make sure. Yeah, we, we all know what's going on. Bitcoin is, you know, below. Is it below twenty k right now? I, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's it's. I see it as exciting times. Ooh la la. Potential time to a good time to accumulate, right? I mean, what what do you think? Do you think we see another another major dip? Do we go? Well, I've been, you know, on both sides of it. I've always been saying that the bottom is near, but we never know, right? I think I think I I would expect us to really see a bottom like i would like to see us capitulate like really hard once so that'll make me rest in peace yeah nice shake out alex how about you do you i don't know i don't know do you ever even talk about price what, what's your what's your take on the uh i'd rather i'd rather not talk about price. <laughs> 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 what, what i can say is you know line goes up uh good line goes down bad <laughs> pretty straightforward <laughs> Um, we have a, a new person on stage, actually, oh. Coding Cowboy. Coding Cowboy, hello. How's it going? Would you like to say hello? Yeah, I'm doing all right. How are y'all? Good, good, good man. Well, what's going on? What would you like to share? Well, nothing. I'm just listening in. 
Okay. So. Well, uh, you're, you're welcome to, to come. Enjoyed the rant earlier. <laughs> <laughs> there you Which go. Which one? I think there are multiple rants. Yeah, oh, yeah. Throughout uh -huh. the show. Those. <laughs> he has many throughout the show. <laughs> yeah, and I don't mind them. <laughs> hey, Fungible, what you, what'd you think? What did you think of the fractal? Yeah, I didn't really follow that. Okay. I think I saw some graph, but yeah, I think I'm just expecting the volumes to come back. It's looking really strong at the moment. So if you're talking about it, fractal as in going up, shooting up in terms of XMR BTC, well, I don't know. It's possible, but history rhymes. So I would just wait and watch. I'm on the sidelines right now. I am expecting Monero to go back up beyond 200 and also do better against BTC, but it's a bit overbought at the moment. So just waiting on the sidelines. All right. Alex, you were making some comments with regards to El Salvador. What what is your what is your take on that? But, you know, it's been it's been about a year. What was your opinion on the you know the, basically the mandating of, of Bitcoin as legal tender in El Salvador? You know, I I feel I feel the same way as as what you expressed when you were describing that news story. Do you know about Argentina, the um, presidential candidate? That's the current favorite to win in 2023. No, I assume he's an extremist of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> His name is uh, Milei, I think, spelled uh, M-I-L-E-I. -E okay. And he's he's a Rothbardian, and uh, it's it's incredible, I think, for for Latin America to have a he's. I mean, he's not just some fringe candidate. He's actually the favorite to win the 2023 election. Amazing. And, yeah, and his party, if I remember correct, has uh, control over 30% of the parliament right now. So, and uh, if you read his his plan, he, he plans to abolish the Argentinian peso and uh, abolish the central bank of Argentina and allow everyone to use whichever currency they want. So this is exactly what you were talking about as, you know, the preferable way to introduce Bitcoin or any other currency into, into an economy to freely compete, right, instead of a mandated approach. This seems to be, I mean, assuming he doesn't get murdered or if he doesn't have like some, you know, pedophile scandal or something against him, then if you know if he wins there might actually be some some rays of hope in terms of proper adoption in argentina wow so he, he is an extremist but the, the kind of extremist we need this is, <laughs> this he, is he's a radical i mean a, a radical i think is a preferable word to extremist yeah but but yeah he's and you know he there's clips of him on youtube you know dropping truth bombs as the kids say on on people uh, <laughs> And and uh, like he he really knows his uh, economics, and uh, he has the kind of outsider appeal that won a lot of elections in various Western countries recently. So, as far as I understand, he's very popular, especially among young people in in Argentina. And people seem to be really, you know, because they have a they have a like sovereign debt default every thursday in argentina right so they're kind of sick of of all the economic instability that they've had so i think in 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 a lot of ways latin america is much more it has much more potential for crypto to develop in because 
in countries like the United States, you know, you have basically the strongest economy in the world. Some people say, oh, no, it's, it's not actually strong. But whatever, like, point is, you know, it's, it's the United States an economic powerhouse and uh, the standard of living in the United States is, is pretty high. Whereas in Latin America, they sort of, because of the policies that they've had there since like the 70s, it's, it's been deteriorating more and more. So there's more desire among the general population for some radical changes. And in Argentina, this desire seems to be catered to by an actual Rothbardian. So we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious about what's going to happen in, in Argentina in, in the next few years. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, uh, we should do a Monero talk on that. We should get somebody to, uh, to come on the show. That's so has they, you know, this, he's basically saying he wants us to, uh, to allow, you know, currencies to fairly compete. So has he made specific comments on, on crypto itself too? I think he's a crypto fan, but, I, but I haven't, I, I haven't really looked into his comments on, on crypto specifically. I just, I just saw, uh, you know, a sketch of his, uh, electoral, uh, plan or what, what, what do you call it? A, uh, campaign promises. I don't know, but he has like a list of things that he plans to do. He plans to deregulate the economy. He plans to abolish the central bank, abolish the peso. Yeah. Like Edward is saying in the comments, Ron Paul revolution, it's kind of like a Ron Paul revolution, except, you know, this guy is actually, uh, the favorite to win. And it's, it's not just with the currency. Yeah. It's with, with the economy in general. He plans to liberalize. Oh, he also plans to do unilateral free trade, which is what Chile did back in the uh, days of the Chicago boys, which eventually made Chile one of the most developed economies, not just in Latin America, but in the world. So like he's, he's, he seems to be, yeah, he seems to be the, the kind of, of, um, like the kind of person that, you can get optimistic about, but whenever it comes to democracy and politics and stuff like that, it's, you know, you get disappointed so often you get hyped up and then you get disappointed. So again, very cautious <laughs> about my optimism, but this guy seems to be the real deal because, you know, these comments aren't something that he just recently started doing. These comments have been like his MO since like 2003. Like he's, he's been always this guy, or at least it seems like he's always been this guy, kind of like Ron Paul, I guess. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, like I said, now we, we just need him to uh, survive. <laughs> yeah, you know they tried to kill got the a target uh, on his back. That's right. Yeah, they they tried to assassinate the um, vice president of Argentina just like yesterday or something. Yeah, I, I saw that actually. Oh Guys, what else? Uh, what else you want to chat about? It's actually we've I actually think, gone pretty yeah. far. We've uh, an hour and forty minutes. I Anything think, anybody uh, want to bring up? Yeah, I want to bring up something with respect to the uh, recent 2,500 XMR donation to the general fund. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I think there's been a lot of talk going on in the IRC as well. My take on this would be like this, and I think some people agree and some people may not like it, but I think we cannot dictate the general fund to exercise an intent. And I think CCS might be the right approach, right way to go about it. And I feel that since it is a significant donation and the and with a controversial intent, because, you know, I think there was a GitHub comment that came in three minutes after the donation. You know, it's all over the place. So I think it's, it's it, ideally one should have a call to the donor that is openly in public, asking him or her to clear his intent around this donation and propose to raise a CCS. And if there is no response from the donor, I think general fund can use it for other purposes. That, yeah, that sounds like a pretty good take. Alex, what do you think? Uh, no comment. <laughs> smart man, smart man. D diplomatic. 
<laughs> Elizabeth, what do you think? Have you been following this? I haven't really been following it. I saw it a bit in the chat yesterday, but yeah. Yeah, I just saw it this morning. So I, don't, I don't really have a, a real... Yeah. One thing is that the reason General Fund cannot directly go and buy the domain with this is legal consequences. So if, you know, this funding is coming from, I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's a good actor. It's a good intention. You know, if, if that is what it was intended for to, you know, buy the domain and et cetera, but I think can have some legal consequences, something like tornado cash. If it is found that the source of this funds is, you know, shady or something like that, mm -hmm. then general fund can have problems because they are doing a legal purchase of a domain, which is like legal, legally which is registered. And then the question will be on the source of funds. Where did you exactly get this? If it is, let's say, traced back to some shady actor. Okay, I mean, that's an interesting take. With Monero, that, that wouldn't be possible. But I, 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 Well, yes, it's it will not be possible through the transaction. But let's say there is an email that is leaked by which it is found, that, you know, something like that, yeah. No, I, I just think, I mean, without really following it too closely, just the... the funds are better off being used for, for other things like, you know, development. I don't know. That's just my, I, I don't really see why, you know, Monero.com, Vic, Vic bought it, you know, he's cake. And he's been involved. He's, yeah. He's forever. He went out and bought the yeah. domain. And then, uh, I don't know. I just see the funds being better, better used for other things. That, that's my, my initial reaction to that. That's something I would also think. Right. Yeah. I mean, what's the what's the real the real argument is a concern that Monero.com is people are trusting it, thinking it's it's just community run. I mean, it's get Monero has existed way longer than Monero.com. Alex, you you don't have any comments on this. You, you're pretty <laughs> pretty wise to these concepts. I mean, you 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 deal and work in this arena. You are you know. Uh, a company yourself what's your your overall take without giving a, maybe opinions but just uh maybe explaining this to us i i'm i'm not commenting on this <laughs> <laughs> okay that's funny smart that, makes smart that makes sense that makes sense all right yeah i yeah, guess well, let's, let's call it all right let's now call we're gonna call it a day unless anybody else has anything to bring up coding cowboy you have anything any last words no not really <laughs> yeah, like he's just cowboy been listening just i love it he's a cowboy okay. just any, hanging any, out any words of wisdom coding cowboy <laughs> yeah don't count your chickens until they hatch <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, true words have, have rarely been said on this show yes um, all right all right yeah i guess let's call it again i always say this at the end of the show make sure to like the video <laughs> yeah like, spread the subscribe. Word. come on guys like, yeah give us What's some up? love Give uh, Elizabeth's fun some love. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess let's yeah call it. And let's yeah, check it. out yeah, Monerotopia.com to, you know, reserve participate, reserve your mask and participate on this awesome Halloween march. Ooh la la. <laughs> Privacy protest. We're marching now. March. March. We'll march. <laughs> Dancing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. Have a good one, guys. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next Have a good week. Weekend. Thank Adios, you, Elizabeth. Peeps. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Thank you, A Fungible. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Boy. And we'll see you next week. Adios, peeps. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye bye. Thank you for joining us on this week's Monerotopia episode. We stream live shows every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find and subscribe to our show on YouTube and Odyssey. 
or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter or join us in the Monerotopia Telegram group. See you all next week.